Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and today's episode is one part of an 11-part series that I'll be releasing between June 5th and June 7th called the Paradise Pack Sessions. So if you're listening to this and you want more, there's plenty of other ones that just came out as well. So what are the Paradise Pack Sessions? On June 3rd, I was lucky enough to co-host an incredible event that we called the Paradise Pack Livecast Party. It was a six-hour live streaming video session that we broadcast on Google Hangouts and on YouTube, which some of you may have attended, in which I interviewed 11 of the world's foremost experts on travel, location independence, and lifestyle entrepreneurship. We had hundreds of people tune in from all over the world. Some of the contributors and people who got interviewed came from Armenia, from Australia, all over the US. And we not only got to pick the brains of these people, but we also got to ask them some of the questions that viewers submitted. And no, during that entire six-hour time that I was on there live streaming, I did not go to the bathroom. I don't know how I pulled that off, but it worked. And we loved it so much. We had so much fun, and there was so much amazing content that we decided to pull out the audio, make it into a podcast series so that you could listen to it in case that you missed the actual event. So each and every one of these guests is a contributor to this year's Paradise Pack, and the combined value of the Paradise Pack is over 2000 We have gotten people to put in the best resources around the world that are going to help you live, travel, and work anywhere in the world. So if you haven't got your Paradise Pack yet, the sale ends on Sunday, June 7th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. And once it's gone, it is gone forever. You will never get the chance to get this Paradise Pack again. So please, if you're listening to this while driving or you're at the gym or you're doing something where you can't purchase it right away, make sure to quickly stop right now, set an alarm to remind yourself. I don't want anyone who is interested to miss out on this incredible group of resources. I am very proud of this. I'm proud to say that this is one of the best things that I've ever helped create. But once the clock strikes midnight on June 7th, it is gone. So again, set an alarm on your phone, or if you can, head to theparadisepack.com right now. Check it out. Pick up your copy. All right. Enjoy the show. We are going to roll right into Jasper, the man that the people wanted, that they were cheering for. We had so many questions, Jasper, when you brought Jesse on earlier. We just briefly mentioned, oh, yeah, and Jesse's um, lifestyle printing has done Get Paid for Your Pad, which is part of the Paradise Pack. And people just flooded us with questions about the Airbnb thing. And I think what you're doing is so incredible. And it is the definitive guide to it. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming on as a special bonus guest here. Yeah, you're welcome. I just bought this new microphone. So I'm excited to, <laughs> excited to test it out. And um, you are in yeah, love. Thanks, thanks, for, well. uh, thanks for the opportunity. Um, I think I need yeah, to... Yeah, no, no worries. Um, I just turned this on. Does it sound good? Yeah, yes. you sound great. Okay, perfect. We wanted to uh, kind of dive into what you have in the pack because it's not only the book, but this incredible video course. And when we were starting to get uh, the things from the contributors that were going to be in the Paradise Pack and going through the materials, I was like, I called Travis over. I said, man, you got to look at this. And we went into one of your teaser videos for the course 
And you just basically open up Airbnb and show exactly how much money you've made in Airbnb each year. It's super transparent. And you just essentially say, I'm going to teach you everything I do to do this. And that's what you've done. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of people don't realize the opportunity that's there. You know, it's, it's funny. I was just talking to a, a buddy of mine. And I'm in Vegas right now. I'm going to be here for six weeks. And my friend's coming over as well for six weeks. And he was talking about his apartment in L.A., and he uh, decided to put it on Airbnb. And he just told me a few hours ago that somebody booked it for 20 days, bringing in $3,600. And his rent is about 2000 a month. So he basically covered the whole six weeks by just getting one booking. And he, you know, he was so happy. And I was like, well, there you go. That's, that's the opportunity is there. You know, if he rents it out for another 20 days, he's going to make more than his rent. He's, he's, he's probably going to make his accommodation cost here in Vegas as well. You know, so it's it's just incredible the opportunities there, and that's really the reason why I started the video course with just showing the numbers. You know, just showing people, look, this is what's possible, um, and then uh, the rest of the course. Obviously, I, I explain what I did to to get to this result. I wanted to ask one. Sorry, I want to ask one quick question because uh, I think a lot of people, you know, they'll they'll look at you and say, "Well, you own an apartment, so that's good for you." And I know there are a lot of people that may be renting an apartment. And you also work with people like that, have helped people like that. So I just want to sh- uh, you to share your advice on people who may be renting. How should they go about maybe working with their landlord or the person that actually owns the place to still implement the strategy and and use it as a way to see the world? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you're renting, there's two things you can do. You can either seek approval from your landlord. I think most uh, contracts will... Uh, sort of by default state that uh, subleasing is is not allowed, <clears throat> and I think the reason is because it's there's no uh, there's no downs- downside for landlords to put that in there. Um, but uh, I think if you uh, if you discuss it with your landlord and you uh, you you sort of like make the person familiar with Airbnb because a lot of, a lot of landlords are unfamiliar with it, and the first thing they'll think is, "Oh, I get random people in my house. They're going to destroy it, and they're going to steal my stuff, and all that kind of stuff." Yeah. So that's one route you can take. Um, you can sort of uh, convince them that it's it's a really good way to uh, to go about the apartment. And the second thing you can do is you can just start listing on Airbnb, and as long as you don't have any complaints from neighbors or whatsoever. Uh, in most uh, situations, you should probably be okay, but that's that's the black know, that's, hat that's, strategy. That's that's totally up to uh, to to the, to you, you know, as as a as an Airbnb host, which way you want to go. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about how you got into it because what's neat about the video that you share is you you know it was it was a slow progression. Well, not a slow progression; it was a couple of years. But if someone's interested in getting into this and they say, "All right, well, Jasper's been doing it; he knows what he's doing." Uh, obviously, they can take your course and know what they're doing as well. But what's the first step for someone who's like, okay, I want to travel. I've got a place. Maybe it's a rental. Maybe it's my own home, whatever. And I'm interested in possibly renting it out when I travel. What like, what should they do first to, to see if it's even going to work for them? Well, one thing you can do is you can go on Airbnb and just do a search in your neighborhood just to see what other listings are out there and also what they are charging. You know, you can even look at uh, at the availability because you can look in anyone's Airbnb calendar and see what days are available, right? So that will give you an idea of uh, of, of what the opportunity is. 
Yeah. Also, I guess market value, right? I mean, that's that that's the the key there is how much can you charge, and then you know it's it, it becomes like a math problem, I guess, essentially. Um, but is there a way uh, to determine you know how many nights are booked and if you are going to be able to be competitive in the market? Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, most hosts don't uh, do it. Uh, very very well to be honest like this is the reason I wrote the book you know yeah. um, I looked at other listings and I, I kept thinking oh my god these people are leaving so much money on the table because they're you know either their pictures aren't good or you know their their title isn't good their description they're not responsive or you know a lot of things there's a lot of things that you got to do right but if you do all the things right then you're going to be in the top like 10 or 5 percent of of the hosts you know it's uh if you if you are willing to put in the effort and to just go the extra mile to do a really good job, then <clears throat> you can be pretty sure that you're going to be making sort of the high end of uh, of what you see other people making in your area. Yeah, we have a ton of questions coming in here, Jasper. So me and Jason selfishly have a lot for you too, but I'm going to start rattling <laughs> through these because they're great questions. Um, one of them is uh, how are neighbor how are the neighbors' attitudes concerning Airbnb like using that? So, for example, you have an you have a place, you own it, um, and you rent it out. How are your neighbors' attitudes towards that? Like, are are they upset about that? And the other kind of follow up that she asked are zoning are there zoning codes against these short term rentals in some areas? Well, to answer your first question, um, I think neighbors are typically okay with it as long as they don't get disturbed. And so what's really important is that you screen your guests. Now, I do this uh, with my apartments by, uh, by having a title that's attractive to families and, and groups of, that consist of couples. You know, I say my home is a perfect place for couples because, you know, those, that demographic is just less likely to cause disturbance, less likely to party, etc. cetera. Um, and so you can also... Um, you can look at the reviews of, of guests that do that make inquir- inquiries. Uh, you can look at their profiles, and you can kind of like try and get a gut feeling for you know what's this person looking to do. If I get an inquiry for from like five eighteen year old guys from London who want to come to Amsterdam for Friday night till Monday morning, then you don't have to be a genius to understand what's going to happen, right? <laughs> so, so it's like you. It's totally up to you to decide who you let into your apartment or, or your house. And if you, if you pick the right people, then I, you know, like it's, it's, uh, it should, it should be fine. Yeah. I definitely vetting them, um, is, is a great way. And that's why Airbnb and some of these places that, that do it home away VRBR are so great because there are reviews. Like you can leave a review, people can leave a review for your house. And if it's positive, more people will be apt to rent it. And then you can leave reviews for people who have stayed and which is just always a nice thing to do because it helps. Um, I want to go to the second question, unless you have something to add with that. Yeah, no, the follow-up I think is uh, the zoning question, right? Yeah, there's there's other questions where people say like in Santa Monica, um, you know, there's there's stuff with zoning. Uh, Toronto, someone's mentioning they don't know if they can do Airbnb in Toronto. How have you seen things change? And is there kind of a is there is there a way to monitor this because things are changing so quickly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the best thing you can do is to go on the, the Airbnb website because Airbnb collects information about all these different cities and their legislation and all that kind of stuff. So 
Um, if you uh, if you can read uh, a lot a lot about it on the actual Airbnb website, uh, and it's very different. You know, uh, I think uh, in the last few years uh, the local authorities have been slowly catching up to the idea of Airbnb because they they really didn't know how to handle it. You know, suddenly you have all these people that are making money and they're they're getting guests and, and you know and the hotel industry is starting to complain. So slowly city by city they're putting in regulations trying to figure out how to handle it and so i think just do a little research and uh i mean my strategy is always to uh to just do and then you know and see what happens yeah, but yeah, ask, for, <laughs> later, ask right? for forgiveness not permission uh, exactly yeah, <laughs> say i think it's uh, really i really love what you're doing uh, obviously big, i'm a big fan of airbnb i've used it myself uh, what I like about what you're doing, and, and I always appreciate this about a lot of the contributors and, and the people that we work with, is they're looking to do something in an unconventional way and break the model. And I think the old model for traveling is, hey, I got to get rid of my place and go traveling. Now it's like, maybe you want to hold on to it because you can actually earn the money that you need to travel while yeah. you are traveling. And you've just completely shifted everything with this strategy. And I love that you're teaching other people how to do this through the lens of travel. I think that's really important to point out. Um, and, and you do that, I guess, by talking about the systems that you need. So, you know, you, it's much more relatable, I think, in terms of like our perspective, because, hey, we want to go hiking Machu Picchu for four days, right? But you still need to be generating that income from your business, which is essentially your home. So you want to talk about some of the systems that you utilize? And also, I just want to hear a little bit more about uh, how this has been balancing doing this while you are traveling yeah first of all uh, if you don't mind I, I just want to go back to something you said you said uh if you have a place then you know you might want to hold on to it and use airbnb but what's cool what's cool about airbnb you can even use airbnb if you don't have a place like for example i was just in uh, ho chi minh city i was staying in a house that has seven bedrooms the rent's 1700 dollars and guess what the guys are that, that rented, they're, they're about to leave. And they're t talking to me and they're saying like, yeah, we're looking for somebody to take over the lease. Now I can probably rent out those rooms for 30 bucks a night, which means I'm making, you know, maybe, maybe like $600, $700 per room per month, you know, times six, that's over $4,000. So what I'm trying to say, and is I've interviewed multiple people who are actually doing this. They'll rent a two bedroom or a three bedroom instead of a one bedroom during their travels. And then they rent out the spare rooms to other people. You know, so it's it, there's so much opportunity, and um, I just wanted to mention that because I know a lot of people are thinking, oh, you know, I don't have a house, so this is not for me. Um, but it, it totally could be for anyone. How are or, you? How many places like, do you have now? Do you just have the place in Amsterdam, or do you have multiple places that you're working with? And that goes back to the systems question. If you do have multiple places, have you found it easier? Yeah, so I, I actually only have one apartment. You know, it's it's a it's a seventy five square meters, which is what's that eight hundred square feet, uh, two bedroom in Amsterdam, <clears throat> and uh, but now I'm I'm thinking about expanding. Like I said, I'm thinking about renting this house in in Ho Chi Minh City and and thinking about renting some other places in in other cities because it's it's perfect. You know, like you can stay whenever you want because it's totally flexible. You know, you can choose when you rent out the rooms. You can rent out the whole thing or just a couple of rooms. If you have a few places in different cities, you can literally bounce around and you never have to pay for accommodation. But in terms of systems, I think um, the most important thing is that you have somebody uh, who manages your place uh, back home. 
So I have a, a friend who's also my cleaning lady. I, I know her for almost 10 years, so I completely trust her. And what I do is I just pay her extra to not just do the cleaning, but also sort of manage the house. So let people in and, you know, if there's any issues or something breaks, then she'll fix it. So I think that's the, that's step number one. You know, you need to have somebody uh, on the ground to to take care of your house. But nowadays, there's all these companies popping up who can do that for you. Almost every city has like a short stay management company. There's a, there's a bunch of them who are uh, who are even international. And what they do is they they take over all this work for you. So you can literally just go travel. You hand the keys over to this manage, management company, and they'll take like twenty percent of the profits, and then uh, you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, that's it, of course. There's stuff popping up, right? Because with the opportunity comes more opportunity and things like that. Some questions that we're getting. I, there's a lot of chatter here. Probably the most we've had all day. I don't know if it's because we're at the end here. I see one comment. Yeah. I just want to throw this out. Totally awesome from uh, Nate. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, pretty cool. The, the question that Veronica Gomez Garcia, and we still have over a hundred people here um, online, which is awesome. She asked, is it better to list your apartment for a low price so you people can book more days and have a big income? And this is one that I'm interested in. How do you set the pricing and do you set it higher? So you get those quality people and less nights. Where did you like, how did you figure out your little amount that you were going to, that you were going to charge? All right, that's a really good question because Pricing is one of the most complicated aspects of, of doing Airbnb. You know, like hotel chains and airlines, they have complete departments with uh, all these really smart people and computers and algorithms and all that kind of stuff to figure out what the optimum price is. But as an Airbnb host, you know, I, I'm a I'm a econometric. I studied econometrics, which is like optimizing with models, right? So when I started, I started calculating all the stuff and, you know, it's, it's just way too complicated, but just a few pointers. Like if you're just starting out, I recommend you start with a competitive price uh, versus your, your uh, competition in your neighborhood, because you really want to get those first couple bookings in uh, to build your reputation, right? It's all about reputation. It's all about having reviews, having ratings, and that's, what's going to keep you getting more bookings in the future. Um, but these days, there's there's actually a lot of tools out there that can help you with pricing. Because the most important thing is that you don't set the same price every single day of the year. Because oh. when you know when demand is low, you should set a low price. When demand is high, you should set a high price. But when how do you know when demand is low and high? Well, Airbnb now has a tool that uh, will actually help you with that. So all you need to do is you go into your calendar every day, and there's a button. You just press it, and then Airbnb will suggest prices for you and to to finish off this this uh, question i actually use a a third party because uh, there's there's startups that specialize in calculating optimum prices for airbnb hosts like, you, you're not going <laughs> to believe it but <laughs> so there's there's one that's called beyond pricing which which i use and basically what it does is it connects to my airbnb listing and <clears throat> it updates it every single day with optimum prices and i don't have to worry about it Oh, that's cool. I mean, it's amazing how many things are springing up. What I love about the sharing, it's it people they can't catch up. You know, there's all there's all these ways you can do it. And I think if you're a flexible person and you just open up to the idea of hey, maybe opening up your home to somebody else, so somebody else can enjoy it while you're gone. I mean, there's some uh, something to be said about that too. That's satisfying as well. Knowing the place isn't just sitting empty, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's Airbnb is a very efficient way of using space. And, uh, and if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. Like you can only occupy one space at a time, right? Well, at least I can. At least for <laughs> unless right you, now. Unless you're Superman or something. But, uh, you know, so if, if you go on a trip, it doesn't make sense um, <clears throat> to pay double, right? To pay for your accommodation while you're traveling and also have a rent uh, back home. So it's just a it's just a way to to use space efficiently and also spare rooms that are getting rented out, you know, and I think that's uh, that's really good. Oh, I was going to ask. I was going to ask, and we've kind of thrown some numbers around here. Um, when Jesse came on, and and people who have known about you, and we said, you know, he made fifty thousand euros last year off Airbnb. Can you? Uh, and you've been real transparent with it, which I think is why the course does so well. Is that you're not saying, hey, here's what you should do. You're saying. Here's what I did, and here are the results. Can we share some of those um, results, like from the first year to the second to the third, and why maybe you had those changes, why it became more successful? Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, how much money you can make, and this is a question I get a lot. It's really dependent on your on your area. So I'm totally not saying that everyone can make fifty thousand euros. You know, like you said, I'm just showing like what what I did and what the results are. But um, to answer your question, when I, when I didn't really know how to do Airbnb. You know, this is like over three years ago. Um, I didn't really know anyone else who was doing Airbnb at the time. So I really took the time to figure out, okay, how, how does this work? You know, how does Airbnb decide what listings to show to people, right? How do you create a good guest experience? You know, how do you make people happy? How do you communicate with them? <clears throat> you know, all this kind of stuff. Who, how do you build an attractive listing? Because your listing is pretty much just, it's, it's like a sales page almost, you know? Um, so there's a lot of a lot of things that uh, that go into uh, you know being successful. But when I started out, I think I charged like a hundred to one hundred and fifty euros a night, and now that's gone up to you know anywhere between two hundred and three hundred, depending on the day of the year and the day of the week. So you know I think I've almost doubled my prices uh, since I started because I just. You know, I just I just didn't realize like how uh, lucrative it was like, and it's still competitive compared to hotels. You know, so it totally makes sense. But at some point, I was I was trying to feel a little guilty. You know, like because I was getting so many bookings, I was like, okay, I guess I should raise the prices a bit more because uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I almost felt guilty for it. But then I looked at the hotel prices uh, in Amsterdam, and you know, I mean, they're, they're absurd. <laughs> and you're giving so a a different experience. I mean, they have access to a kitchen where they can cook. They can feel like they're in a home that's comfortable. So I think that's important too. I wanted to ask you just, I know we have some more questions here, but what, just give us a personal experience that you've had where you've, you've done something travel related out in the world and, and you've kind of come back and been like, Oh wow, I just, I just made a bunch of money and I was like doing this thing. I mean, I think that's one of the sexier parts of this. Like, yeah, there's all the systems and all the complicated things, but you do get to the point where you can actually reap the benefits of uh, what you've built. Well, J- Jesse and Jason and I were all speaking, and that's why we tried to get you on, about how amazing it is that you can say, yep, I'm renting out my place, and now I'm going to go do this. It, it's If you can do it and make enough money and not even have to work, or, or you can work on your own terms, that is, that's like gold. So what have yeah, like Jason said, what have you been able to do as a benefit of renting your place out? Wow. Um, well, I can probably talk about that for uh, for a few hours, but uh, <clears throat> I'm a big scuba diver, so I, I, I tend to go uh, to 
more tropical locations in the, the Philippines, Thailand. Um, I, I spent three months in Brazil uh, last year, spent the New Year's on the beach. It was a huge 10-day uh, party. The Brazilians really know how to party. Instead of one night, they do 10 nights. So uh, that was a pretty awesome experience. And um, But, you know, it's it's just funny because when I first started, almost nobody knew about Airbnb. So, you know, when you're traveling, people always ask you, like, what do you do, you know? Especially when you tell them you've been traveling for a few years nonstop, they, they, they get curious to know how you can finance that, right? So I was, my reply was always, well, I, I rent out my apartment in Amsterdam. And then they would look at me, okay, and, you know, well, what else? I'm like, no, that's it. And they're like, wait, you can actually uh, support yourself of one apartment and you know that really um, <clears throat> gave me some motivation to write the write the book as well you know because I just felt like okay so nobody knows about this yeah that's, and that's and what makes it what makes it really cool as well is that because I have my uh, my cleaning lady manage everything basically what I do like this is my iPhone there's an Airbnb app all I do when I get uh, uh, an inquiry you know it pops up onto my screen I, re- I respond takes like 30 seconds uh, i go into my email i send them a guidebook it takes 30 seconds as well and then that's it they have all the information and you know that's what i do it's it's like a few minutes work per booking <laughs> yeah and and it's it's just an incredible model because i know and we got to give you credit i mean you've you've built you know you've established a relationship with your cleaning woman you have the whole system set up and now you're teaching other people to do the same but it sounds like it's a pretty low barrier to entry if you have the right situation to actually earn an income while you're traveling it's just like hey let's kick it off this way and then i can maybe build a business on the side or do some other things like you have time to write the mm-hmm. book and do other things and i think uh which what you're doing is great yeah is it a low barrier to entry like is it if someone wants to say, hey, I'm going to get Jasper's book as part of the Paradise Pack and his video course, we should mention is in there too. Um, it's not just the book. You've been nice enough to put the video course in as well. But if someone said, I'm interested in doing this, how hard is it? Like if they have your resources, how hard is it for someone to start doing it? You know, is it going to take them a month? Is it going to take them a day? Is it difficult? Kind of dispel those myths or give us the truth behind it, I guess. Yeah, it's it's very uh, it's very simple. Well, I mean, when you know how to do something, it's always simple. I mean, you don't know, it's always difficult, right? So, but it, yeah, it takes a couple hours to build a listing, um, and uh, it's you know if you just follow the the step by step instructions that are in the video course, because I will literally just guide you through the whole process. I'll show you how to you know how to create your description, how to do your titles, how to get good pictures, all that kind of stuff. So. It's it's very easy. You could have your listing up in a, in in literally in a day, and you could be getting bookings within a week. I mean, I remember my uh, the co-author of my book, Josefa, <clears throat> who's who's coming uh, to Vegas to join me here. Um, he uh, he finally decided to put up his uh, listing on Airbnb after I told him for about a year, <laughs> and uh, I think he had his first booking within a week. Yeah. You know, and then he's like, "Dude, this is uh, pretty awesome." I'm like. Well, you co-wrote the book. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I am excited to go through your course. I already dipped in a little bit and I'm going through the process now. So, uh, you know, should we we show the whole property? This is like a virtual Airbnb tour for everyone looking. (laughs) I'm hoping uh, maybe I could be one of those case studies in your in your updates. I I think we should we should mention, too, Jasper, there's no harm in doing it right like if you put up 
Uh, and this is from your uh, uh, host perspective, like someone who has their listing, because I've never listed my own. If you did this and if you followed your advice and you built this profile and then you decided you didn't want to do it, there's no harm in doing it, right? You're not paying Airbnb anything to yep. put it up. And you're also not like you don't have to accept bookings, right? Exactly. And let me tell you a funny story. Um, one of my friends in Holland, he wanted to do Airbnb, but he was afraid. You know, He was thinking, oh, I'm going to get these random people from the internet. I don't know if I can trust them. So he created his listing, but then he didn't allow anyone to stay at his house. I think he declined like the first 20 bookings or so. And then finally, uh, somebody from uh, from the Netherlands, where, where I'm from, my friend as well, um, made an inquiry. And then he's thinking, okay, well, these guys are from here. And you know, he felt more compelled to, to accept the booking. So he accepted it. And it's funny because since then, he hasn't declined a single booking. Hmm. So, and you know, uh, this is the first thing that people always ask me. They say, you know, uh, what's going to happen? I'm going to get like, random people in my house. Is it safe? Are the people going to, you know, treat my place well? Are they going to steal? All these questions. And it's understandable. It's a legitimate concern. But I always tell people, listen, just just give one group of guests the benefit of the doubt, you know. Just create your listing. You know, it takes a couple hours. It's free. Accept one booking, and then we'll talk after that. And, you know, 99% of the times, it's a great experience. And then suddenly people are, then they see the light, you know, and then they think, whoa, this is actually really cool. I, I got to know some really cool people, and, you know, I made some money, and, and it feels good to to host people in your house. You're giving people an opportunity to enjoy your neighborhood, you know, an opportunity that they otherwise wouldn't have had. You know, you get to meet those people, or if you're traveling, you get to, like, you know, talk to them on the phone or something, but you're doing something good as well. So it's, it's a, it's a fulfilling activity uh, as well. Yeah. And of course the strategies you share, uh, uh, we talked about before will help you, the person watching or listening, if you're going to rent uh, your place out on Airbnb, attract the right person. You know, there's these little techniques and strategies that you teach throughout the course in the book that uh, can really help you minimize any risk. There is already a minimal risk, but really kind of go to that next level and, and kind of, you know, mitigate all of the risk almost. Yeah, yeah absolutely. There's always risk, you know, anything you do in life has, has risk, of right. course, but, uh, but I think Airbnb has really cultivated a, a community of, of very good people, very travel loving, very educated people, you know, there's always mm-hmm. exceptions, of course. But um, I mean, if you, if you think about it, like who knows about Airbnb, right? It's a very small percentage of the population, I think the brand recognition is, is less than 1% worldwide still. Wow. So who are those people that know about Airbnb? You know? Right. I, I think, yeah, we've talked a lot about the business side of it. And I think that's obviously super interesting. You literally wrote the book on the business side <laughs> of Airbnb. And it is. It's it's an awesome way to be able to make money. It's an incredible way to make fairly passive income if you set the uh, systems in place. But the other side is the whole idea that everyone listening here is a traveler or wants to travel, whether that's all the time, whether that's just a little more. And the people you meet are what make travel so valuable and so memorable. And that's the other part that's awesome about Airbnb, both as a host and as someone who's going is, yeah, as a host, you can make money off Airbnb. You can even make it a living like Jasper has, but you're just meeting these people. And as you mentioned, Jasper, the people who know about it, I'm always surprised that people don't. Like I tell people, oh, yeah, we're running an Airbnb in Spain. They're like, what? And I'm like, you don't know about Airbnb because to me, it's the biggest thing in the world for the last three years. But it's a game changer. Yeah. The people who know about it are the people who are in tune, like to travel, 
really enjoy it. And I will say this, it's so easy to use it on a staying side that my parents who didn't know about it took a road trip through Spain and Portugal. And I'm like, try it once and see if you like it. And they stayed in like eight to 10 different places. So if they can figure it out, almost anyone can. Yeah, absolutely. You just got to get over sort of that mental threshold of, you know, staying in somebody's house or, or renting your own house out. It's it's about sharing your your personal stuff. And, and I think this is this is true for the whole sharing economy. You know, people are still very attached to their, you know, to their assets. And it's a very they take it very personal. And I think people need to sort of make that mind shift into thinking, OK, you know, this is this is a resource that should be shared when and used. Yeah, Jasper, thank you so much for especially coming in as a late addition. And uh, we probably have a bazillion more questions for you. But uh, I, I know our past, I mean, we met down in uh, the podcast movement in Dallas. Right. And I know our, pod, our uh, past will cross again at some point. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for coming by. And also, obviously, for being a contributor to Paradise Pack and teaching this valuable skill. It really is. And it's just starting. I'm ready to jump into this because yeah. I don't want to have to work when I travel. I want to pick up my iPhone like Jasper and send a three-word reply or something like that. <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much, Jasper. Uh, tons of people in the chat were, were uh, discussing Airbnb. That's awesome. Um, no, no really questions, just a lot of people discussing it. So you really helped start a big conversation here and we really appreciate that. And if you guys do have questions or you do want to know more, we're very fortunate to have Jasper in the Paradise Pack as with everyone who's come on as part of the Paradise Pack in case you weren't picking up on that theme. Um, and so you get not only the ebook that Jasper wrote, but also the video course, which I think is really important. It's done on Udemy, which I have a course on as well. Really simple to use. Um, you get that totally free as part of the Paradise Pack as well. So if you don't want to read through it, you can have Jasper literally walk you step by step by step through everything. <laughs> Put the word in here. So if you're worried about any of the tech side or how you set it up, that's all covered there. So Jasper, yeah, thank absolutely. you so much. You're, you're really you, breaking friend. new ground with all this stuff. And it's, it. it's cool to watch. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. And for the listeners, uh, if you have any questions, feel free to shoot me an email or go to getpaidforyourpad.com. You can uh, find tons of free uh, resources there as well, as, as well as uh, I'm up to 70 podcast episodes. So for those who feel a little bit apprehensive about it, it's always good to hear some some other people talk about it too, you know? Absolutely. For sure. For Thanks sure. Again. And uh, yeah, go enjoy Vegas now, man. Thank you so much for hopping on last minute. We really appreciate yeah. it. No worries. I'm going back to the pool now, okay? All right. Do that. <laughs> Thank you, Jasper. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Guys, if you are listening, if you've been with us the whole time... Thank you. Wow. I mean, that's <laughs> truly unbelievable. If you haven't gone to the bathroom the whole time. Like this guy. Well, then we're, we're kindred spirits here. Um, I never got a final tally on the beard vote. We did a vote on the beard. Should it, should it stay or should it go? I, I don't think it, it seemed pretty split. There was a, I believe, a TV producer. I cannot remember who it was that said they were a TV producer. Or used to be a TV producer. Um, I think it was D, someone who's been with us basically the whole day. And she did mention that the beard... While it looks cool for TV, might not be that you don't feel as trustworthy with mm, the beard. Oh, okay. Um, and I will agree with that. That's what our producer told us. So he didn't say I had to shave it. He just suggested <laughs> I shave it. Um, I guess technically I'm the talent, so I can make the decision. I don't know, but um, we really appreciate it, guys, a ton. If you look on the side. Uh, the countdown has gone to zero. So I want to make this really clear, um, just in case you guys have been here and you haven't purchased the Paradise Pack yet. We are giving away two free bonuses. The first 
is Emily Utter's Adventures Entrepreneur Series, which is 25 hour long videos. So over 25 hours of videos um, with interviews with people like Sean Ogles, who's in it, um, myself, who's in it, um, Jesse, Jesse Jason in it. was in it last year. And I think she put his video in from last year. So if you liked what we talked about here, where we kind of touched on their journey and how they were doing what they were doing, basically, if you're interested in making money in, in a different way, she brought on 25 people who are doing it in a multitude of ways. So, and she digs deep. So 25 videos, each one of them is an hour. She's been uh, very generous to let us give it as a bonus. So that will end. We're going to keep it right now. It's 5 p.m. Eastern. We will keep it in the pack for you guys until 5.30 p.m. Eastern. So another half hour. So if you hit the add to cart button, that is in there right now at 5.30. I'm going to go in and I'm going to take that out because that's only for the people who got it Monday, Tuesday, or now through the live cast. So if if you're interested in the Paradise Pack, I highly suggest you get it now and you get that bonus. And then, Jace, the second bonus that we just announced here on the live cast today. Yeah, the Airfare Research Report, hugely valuable, put together by the team at bootsandall.com, who are by far and away the experts when it comes to long-term travel. And we talked about it a little bit earlier. And we have Nomadic Matt's book about travel hacking and getting free flights using points and miles. This is a great complement to that because you know eventually sometimes you have to pay for flights. And if you're structuring more of a longer-term type of trip, you want to be able to learn how to piece that together and match it to your situation. And everybody's situation is a little bit different. So this is a very comprehensive report and it's based on data and a lot of different uh, metrics. So math, yeah, yeah, it's really cool to, to dive in and see. And, and really the goal is obviously to help you book cheaper flights. We've talked about a lot of things today. You know, the big travel expenses, what are they, you know, booking cheaper flights or, accommodations. We've talked about how you can leverage certain uh, things to eliminate your expenses there with house sitting. You know, we talked about the Airbnb, earning money on the road, location independence, starting businesses, uh, you know, getting out of debt. There's so I, just I'm blown so away much. by it's, what we talked about, by everything we talked insane. about. It's insane. I'm blown away that you haven't peed this entire I still time. Feel all right. I could have I'm, to take a break. Um, I'm definitely we, quite hungry yeah. seeing as I haven't eaten today yet. I think yet. we'll go do that. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to grab the Paradise Pack, if, you, if you've listened and you're like, hey, there's there's stuff in here that I would really enjoy. We didn't even bring everyone on on the Paradise Pack because we didn't have enough time. So as you mentioned, Nomadic Matt didn't get a chance to come on. There's plenty. There's about five or six other people who contributed who didn't get a chance to come on today. Thankfully, we had 12 people who did contribute come on. Um, right now, if you buy until 5.30 Eastern, this will be the only time you get both bonuses. Um, after that, we're going to take Emily's um, entrepreneur, adventurous entrepreneur video series out. And then on Friday, we're taking out Adam's round the world airfare guide. So if you want both bonuses, please get in at five before five 30. You can click that little add to cart there. I just want to run through just some of the comments, just to give you guys shout outs, because you were with us all day and we tried to get in here and you saw me looking down and we, we, Jace did a good job kind of covering for me as I was, you know, scrolling through all the comments. I just want to say thank you guys so much. Passport Junkie says he went to the bathroom twice. <laughs> all right, there we go. Um, and so many people are staying that they, they were here all day. Grand Travelers here all day. Um, a lot of people have said the guests were here all day. Nate has been commenting a bunch. So many good links today. I copied all of them. Um, Veronica Gomez Garcia has been here a ton. Just 
guys, we're blown away. Yeah, it's We amazing. are blown away by the support, by the love. We hope that we've provided a ton of value. That was the goal. Just get these people on. I feel like this is something we, could, we should do more often. I'm really having a great time with this. I, do I, am I smelling a future webisode? I don't know. I, we we'll could, have to see. Uh, Maybe knows? some more bathroom breaks. Maybe a lunch break. But uh, no, we've, we've had an absolute blast. And you can see our energy is so high. We've been doing this for what? Five hours now, six yeah, hours. I don't know. I don't I know. Lost track and um, still having a blast here. But just thank you so very much for being a part of this, for commenting, for hanging out with us. And I feel like you guys are here. We're here with us in the apartment, and we got to chat with so many amazing people. And just yeah, thanks again. Yeah, I, I do want to. There's one question in here, a specific question. Wild Traveler asked, "Is there a student discount for the pack?" We aren't offering any discounts. Um, just for the simple fact that it's the, already discounted. It's, yeah, there's so many people in here, and they they agree to put their product in that some of them sell for well above $197. Uh, you know, there's over two thousand dollars worth of value. So we we do understand if you're a student. Uh, we've both been there. Money is tight. Um. I, I, I would ask you how much is, are, is the college course that you're taking? <laughs> that, how much does that cost? <laughs> yeah. I, so we, we do not offer any discounts, but I will tell you that I think both of us can safely say that this $197, it will blow away your expectations and it will be well worth it. Again, even if you take one nugget out of it and you use it, um, even if you go and get a house sit somewhere for two days, you're saving over $197. So we really, really do appreciate all you guys. Um, people are saying we need more of these. This was amazing. Yes, you monthly should. Chat. Grand Traveler. Uh, monthly chat with the gurus. I, wow. Yeah. Uh, Nate. I'm Nate, getting uh, goosebumps just hearing this. It's, we're, uh, we're very, very lucky. Nate said he's a, he's a student. He bought it. So thank you so much, Nate. And again, we know that money is tight for a lot of people. We don't want to take money out of your pocket. We want you to have money so that you can go and travel and do all this stuff and bootstrap your business. This was the absolute lowest price we could we could give it at and that we could uh, get people to agree to put their stuff in because again, there's so much value here. Um, so thank you guys so talking much. about live meetups. I love that idea. That's we, something we've been, we'll tease that out. We've been talking about that a little bit later in the year. So yes, um, yes. Yeah, we'll just look forward to staying in touch with everybody. And, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like we should do a dramatic send. Well, Jason, uh, you did go. Should to the we bathroom. shave your beard here live, or <laughs> <laughs> shave the beard live? Maybe next time. Jason did go to the bathroom, and we kind of made a bet beforehand that the first person to go to the bathroom had to do twenty push-ups. So I'm thinking they might want to uh, see the push-ups, Jay. <sighs> Man, do come I have on, to do buddy. Right. We're gonna. I'm gonna lift the computer up here. You guys are gonna tell me how you think this form is right here from Jason. There it is. Count them out, Jay. So 20 push-ups for going to the bathroom. Um, guys, again, we just try to have a lot of fun with this. We're really glad that you had fun as well. This is hard to hold up the computer. I think I'm getting a bigger workout than you are. There you go, Jay. Thank you, guys. Um, thank you guys so much. If there is any questions, um, you guys can let us know. Support at the Paradise pack.com again you can hit that little add to cart uh, button i got a no girly push-ups hold on man i, I that, uh, that chin was almost touching hey i haven't eaten all day give me a break guest 1542 <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys um again so much we really truly appreciate yeah. it it was we didn't know how it was going to go yeah. we were nervous we didn't know if people were going to show up um exceeded our wildest expectations just like uh putting out the paradise pack has as well so yeah one arm push-ups there you go thank you guys so much again any questions support at the paradisepack.com and again 5 30 is the cutoff date so you got 20 minutes so if you're on the fence or if you think i i want this please get in and get it 
now because you're going to get both bonuses and we are sticking to our guns. We're not going to go back and, and give this out and things like that. So um, we, we can't. There's just too much value. So thank you guys. <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon. Great push up, Jay. Let's eat. If you like this show, guys, and you want more Paradise Pack sessions, don't forget there's 10 more of those where this came from. So you can get them on iTunes. You can get them on Stitcher. However you're listening to this, you can find the other Paradise Pack session episodes. Listen to me and Jason get to interview and ask questions of some of the world's foremost experts. All of these people are contributors to this year's Paradise Pack. So if you haven't yet and you want to pick up your very own Paradise Pack, head to www.theparadisepack.com. And again, if you're listening on a phone and you're doing something where you can't go online right now, make sure to set an alarm because June 7th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time, the sale will end and you'll never be able to get it again. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Thank you for all the support for making us the number one rated travel podcast on iTunes. And as always, happy free travels. I'll show you-